Welcome to The Well on this morning. We have Donetta, David, Trinity, and we have our very special guest, Elder Lawrence Blake. Yeah, yeah. Glad to be here. Yes, yes. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. How you feeling Thank on you. the day, Larry? Doing great. Doing great. Mm-hmm. How, how did your, your father, there's like three men in my life I really, like, really respect. My dad, I love Denzel being an actor. I okay. just love him. And your father is one of the smoothest, wonderful, yes. just relaxed, chill, suave, classy, <laughs> man. I mean, I can't even say it. It's just, it's just like I enjoy just watching him just live life. Oh, yeah. How did he, like, handle everything that was going on with you and really was it ever like a pushback like man what are you doing like I, we see him so chill did right. he ever like behind the scenes like grab you like oh, what are together. you doing yeah. get it together are you embarrassing the family like was it any pushback I, I, mom? that, like, how did that, that was just about all of my adolescent life oh, wow. okay um i was i made them pray more than anybody else in the family <laughs> um and my mother probably disciplined me more. Okay. Uh, being yeah. my teacher. <laughs> my mother was my kindergarten teacher, my oh, first man. grade teacher. Oh, no. Uh, when I got to second grade, she was my principal. There it is. Um, just to give you my background, I got SWATs every day at school. <laughs> when I got home, I got SWATs. Oh, my gosh. Um, y'all probably think this is crap, but I got, I got disciplined every day. <laughs> Sometimes more than once every day. And it, it, I guess it stopped when I was about maybe... Or the, the, the physical discipline he yeah, stopped when yeah. I was about maybe 16. Okay. But um, they, they, they practice what they preach. Mm-hmm. Um, both of my parents, they are godly people at home when people were looking at them, when people were not. And uh, in my early life, it used to be kind of, it used to be kind of sickening. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, be, come on, talk to be real. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. what God said. Yeah, 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 I mean, you know, but, but hey, uh, I like this girl. Well, the Bible said. Oh. <laughs> so, so, but he, he wasn't all Bible. He, he was uh, very practical. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he would give you the type of conversation that he needed. I call Bishop Blake the most laid-back person in West Angeles Church. Mm -hmm. And if you ever have an issue and need to talk to someone, that's the person that that I seek to talk to. Because a lot of these people will tell you what they want you to do. And um, you just have to know who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. And just because someone is at a church, that doesn't mean they have all spiritual knowledge. Mm. Message. Um, So (laughs) so a lot lot of us are just coming here because we sick. Right. And yeah. um, when a sick person tries to help you get well, <laughs> all they do is infect you. Mm. So, mm. so you got to know who you're talking to. Gotcha. Mm. Well, switching from um, your dad to, to your mom. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It's switched to mom. We got to some female, okay. female in okay. here. Okay, yes. okay, Because your dad is quite smooth, but your mother is really graceful. Mm-hmm. She's very stylish. You know, she yes, has a very... Soft tone. Right. How did your mother being how she is influence you in, I guess, your dating life? Because you've been married for some time. 
Like, well, you know? my mother makes it easy to respect women. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I never saw her and my dad disrespect each other. Never, never once. Um, never saw my mother talking back in a negative way too much mm-hmm. <laughs> to my dad. Never, never saw my father even say anything like shut up to my mom. Never, mm-hmm. never saw anything um, like that. My mother is the person in my life that always would tell me a strong person can't afford to be weak. You know, you don't have to come Mm. in breaking the tables all the time, but, um, you know, if you're a person, just be that person. You don't have to put on a front or an air or anything. Just be you. Mm -hmm. Great people. That's real. With your mother being your best friend, and, you know, you say you learned a lot, and she is a respectful lady, um, when you walked away from the church, did it ever, like, bother you, like, how her being your mother and things could affect the relationship? Yeah, uh, I, I walked away from the church and my family actually at the same time. Okay. Um, I was in a situation where I, I like to say I was kicked out, but my mother says, we didn't kick you out, we gave you a choice. So Bishop gave me this talk, um, you're scaring your mother, it's, it's a lot of stuff happening around here that we don't condone, we don't like. and. I don't like your mother feeling the way she feels, so you gotta go. And when the two nicest people in the world tell you, you gotta go, um, it's it's like it's like your funeral, and you sitting there looking Still at it. I mean, y'all. Yeah. Other than y'all, I don't have anything that I trust that mm-hmm. that I can get. Everything they taught me, it, it still was there. I would be way off out of my mind somewhere, but everything they taught me still was there. It's just like the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go. And mm-hmm. When they get old, they w- won't depart from it. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll get away from it, and if God has grace and mercy on them and enables them to get back mm-hmm. or to live long enough, they'll come back to it. So at that point after, you know, that happened to you, did you realize, like, I have a purpose, like, because I'm still here? Well, it took, after I was shot when I was 23, I don't think I walked into my purpose until I was about 32. Mm. Um, I went through my phase of being mad at God because when I was shot, I didn't want to live. I I didn't have purpose. I didn't have self-love. But... I had to go through life and learn that my life is not mine. Mm-hmm. My life belongs to him. Did you have to leave a lot of your old friends behind when you made the transition back to the church? Yeah, it was it was simple. Um, when I was shot in Atlanta, <laughs> Georgia, um, there were a lot of my friends that thought that I died. And I didn't go back and tell them I didn't. Man, <laughs> that so, gate open, I shot right, out of it. Right. Yeah. They watching the well. They might, they might see yeah. a revelation. <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, yeah. Surprise! That's crazy. But uh, I, I believe um, after I was shot, I was in the hospital six days, walked out, and and just walked out with somewhat of a new mentality that I have to get away from these people. Mm-hmm. I, I can't live like this. Right. And then most of all, I had to get away from myself because I caused it, mm-hmm. you know, that they, they didn't do it. I, I put myself in those positions. So um, when it came in relation to peer pressure, sometimes your peers are not even the pressure. Sometimes you're the pressure mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. So as, as someone that's grown up in the church 
And one thing I've seen, most people I've grown up in the church don't go to church anymore because they were taught, other like, you got to be here every Sunday, be there all services, don't go nowhere. And they weren't given a chance to enjoy life until they exactly. got 18. Mm-hmm. How do you think we should, should, should you let someone enjoy life while they're young? How do you let, how do you think the church should mix in and let the younger person enjoy their life while they're growing inside yeah. the church? Mm-hmm. And, can, and can I, can I add to that too? Because... You grow up in church and you hear these testimonies when you're young about how people want. I was yeah. in the club and I used to do this. And I was like, well, I ain't do any of that, but that sounds fun. And I want to do it and I can come back just like you. So why can't I go and come back? That, that's why transparency is dangerous. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, right, right. But I was in the church, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, what, what's up? Like, I want to I wanna know. I, I, I wanna believe that uh, we need to handle the situation with the millennials how God handled the situation with us. Mm-hmm. Um, people always gonna stand around and judge you. They're always gonna say, "Hey, that's wrong," according to what they think, mm-hmm. and it's not always according to the Bible. So, regardless of what's said, regardless of what people think, you are the only one that can be your judge. So, don't let other people just put an opinion on you and don't accept that as a judgment. But you're valuable. You're smart. And God loves you, and that's all that really matters. What people think does not matter when it comes to you and your relationship with God. And Larry, before we wrap up, if there's anything you got coming up, anything you want to invite any young adults and millennials to? Well, uh, I always want to invite them to our Tuesday night Bible study here at West Angeles mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. every Tuesday night. So I invite you out to uh, any of these things that we do that, uh, you may be interested in, and even if you're not interested, come anyway. And bring a friend. Bring a friend. Bring a friend. We have a good time. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's good. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Well. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and we'll see you next time. Looking for more West Day TV original content? Like and subscribe to make sure you never miss a video.